Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. I'm Mike. And <laughs> we've been having some technical problems for the last few weeks. Um, just a uh, few. Just a few. We lost some bits of, of episode. Like uh, at one point I had to drop about 10, 8, 10 minutes out of the uh, episode with Chris Sullivan in it because of technical issues where my mic was going completely dead and when I pulled my mic to replace it, it screwed up Mike's audio. So we ended up having to clip like eight minutes. You lost Sucks. all kinds of audio gold right there. Yeah, it was all good stuff, but it was like, including some really great slams on me. It was like, oh man, the podcast was going really good until you showed back up. <laughs> kind of shit like that. So, it, you know, yes, it, was, it was very funny shit and it just got fucked up. So... <laughs> I've ultimately determined it was my computer, and my computer has got a really flawed installation of Windows 10 on it that was based off an inst a very flawed installation of Windows 7 that just wasn't functioning properly. It wasn't updating anymore. It was about as bad as it could be. And the CPU is failing, and the graphics card is getting old, so... At a certain point, I tried to launch like a, just a really minimal game like Worms, Weapons of Mass Destruction, and the fans started blowing really loud. And I'm like, okay, this computer is about ready to brick. <laughs> so uh, I started saving up some money, and uh, thankfully I was able to put together really quickly what I needed because I'd already been saving money for a while, um, that I was able to buy all the parts this week. And uh, hopefully have them this uh, by next week. I'll be able to build this yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and then that will sort of pave the way for us to be able to record again soon. Hopefully, um, uh, when we're you know with the video game stuff, uh, I may need to get a more sophisticated rig for that, which might make another make another six months out of it. But well, by then hopefully we'll be able to be in each other's homes again. <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, the uh, the next plague doesn't start before then. Yeah, yeah. Or the zombie apocalypse. Or hell, at this point, you know what? We might be better off if aliens invaded us. At least as a species, that would unite us. You know, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I think at this point, I would rather take a zombie apocalypse than what we've been dealing with this year. Uh, Straight yeah. up, I would I would rather you know enjoy beating the skulls of zombies in and running from them and shit like that. I think it would be, uh, um, Good breathtaking in order, you know, to do that instead of, um, you know, fearing touching somebody in public or something in public and breathing cause somebody else is coughing and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, but just I don't imagine you, you get a all. bite or a scratch, then you're fucked. Your friends have to kill you. That's cool. Whatever. You know? I'll just try not to get bitter scratched, and I guess if I do, then that's what was meant to happen. I don't know. I did hear somebody um, recently. I was watching through uh, – what was it? Was it on um, – oh, the show that Samantha B has on TBS. Why can't I think of the name of it? Full Frontal. Okay. If you've never watched it, I suggest I suggest checking it out. It's, it's really funny. Uh, Samantha B used to be one of the correspondents for The Daily Show, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, she sounds and, familiar. Yeah, she does a lot of uh, of politically themed uh, humor, and now she has her show. And there was a uh, like these people at an anti mask rally, and one of the women was like, "My life is in God's hands, and whatever happens, happens," and all this other shit. And I'm just like, "Oh my God, are you fucking? Are you this dense? This would be like, well, he wouldn't have put the radiation leak in the reactor if he didn't want me to get fucking radiation sickness, <laughs> yeah. right? God, you know, fire. it's the same. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're tasty to mountain lions because they're supposed to eat us. That's what the Lord wants. Get the fuck out of here. God made fire <laughs> hot so it can burn my flesh from my bones. I mean, seriously. Oh, poisons in bottles that look kind of like something I would drink because maybe I should drink it. I mean, he wants me to get confused once in a while. I, I don't I don't understand that mentality. I, There's yeah, like, I don't that's, get it. You've taken all of your um, 
survival instincts and just thrown them to the wind. Like, well, if I eat, I eat. If I don't, I don't. Fuck it. If I die because of COVID, well, I guess that's just the way it was supposed to be. Well, no, that's not. That's not true. Well, I mean, you know, or you could just go to a Target and uh, have a little fucking impromptu no mask parade. Did you see that? Or just start licking public toilets. I guess that might also do it. Yeah, that might or do it. Or even worse, yeah, lick people's cell phones. They're supposedly dirtier oh, than public toilets. Oh, God, yes. They, they're, ah, that's horrible. I just, I'm not going to, I just gagged a little bit when I said that. Oh, uh, licking a phone. Uh, I wouldn't yeah, even lick I, I my own. I don't know own. why that made me gag over a toilet, but it did. I w- wouldn't even lick my own phone. Are you no. kidding me? Fuck no. And I sanitize my phone case and everything fairly regularly where I like put sanitizer in my hand and wipe it all over my phone mm-hmm. because I'm aware of how disgusting it is. And I think all I'm really doing is making the germs angry. <laughs> it's, it's not really cleaning or sanitizing anything. I'm making uh. them stronger. I know your, I know your formula now to kill us and I can overcome. <laughs> yeah. That's what the germs are saying right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. I'm, I'm tracking. I'm surfing your wave. I also uh, wipe down my steering wheel, my car keys, and everything else um, pretty pretty regularly. Now, I have a slightly bigger reason for wanting to stay away from this stuff. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody's uh, desire to not get sick and die a horrible death or even just be deadly ill for an extended period and everything isn't enough. Or even be a carrier, you know? for fuck's sake. Even yeah, that's I mean, a, enough of a deterrent for me, honestly. I go a little bit higher because of my uh, because of my child, and that's right. you know that for me that's more important than than me or anything else right. anywhere. I don't, I don't care, you know. Well, and you've talked about that before. I don't think yeah. you need to justify that anyway. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. No, I get it. Here's I the thing: saying, you should you know. not have to justify. Uh, Wanting to react in a rational manner to a, a scientifically provable threat. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. There's no need for you to say, oh, I'm sorry I irrationally got into masks, guys, and I get really pissed off. But I don't happen to want my family to survive and shit. You know, like, you don't need to yeah. explain that to anybody. Fuck anybody who doesn't get that. For fuck's sake. How dense are you? Uh, You you get a scientist and a politician and you listen to what the politician says because the politician said that the scientist guy might be lying or he might not know what he's talking about. Yeah, I I just – It's so circular. It's like saying – I knew – I met a guy one time who told me that he knew the Bible was true because everything about it was in the Bible. And I was like, wait, 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 repeat that? He said, yeah, well, you know, because it's in the Bible, so it's true. I know a lot of stuff that's in an encyclopedia that might fly in the face of that. <laughs> you know? And everything in there's true because it's in the encyclopedia. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, is it an old encyclopedia? Yeah, okay, it's not actually accurate anywhere. Sorry. <laughs> I had I had the old Collier's encyclopedia set when I was a kid. Every single report that I ever did, which is why I hated it when they asked for a bibliography. Before the internet, kids, bibliography was a place where you would have to – I mean you probably know what a bibliography is because you have to list your sources. Before yeah. the internet, that meant you either had a shitload of reference books at your house – or you had to go to the public library. And you had to and use the card catalog, son. Yeah, oh, the Dewey Decimal System. Dewey you motherfucking Decimal. About. You still have to understand the Dewey Decimal System to find shit in the rows or in the stacks, I think. Yeah, but who really goes to libraries, though, as much now? I mean, unless you're actively... Um, uh, I guess... I, for most, I guess college kids probably for the most part. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, even maybe, they maybe have specialized kids. libraries. Like most colleges have specialized libraries that cover, <laughs> you know, the areas of study that that pertain to their school. Yeah, so, goes to libraries. People that don't have internet. People who don't have and, internet, but they go and, there and, to and use and the old internet. Men, and old men who want to drink their coffee and read the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because they, cause they, have, they still keep all that print media on the daily in the library, from what I understand. I haven't set foot in a library. Um, ooh, 
It's been a long time. It's been it's, a real long time. It's great if you're looking for a specific book that you can't find on a retailer site or you want to mm-hmm. read it, you know, really and don't want to wait for it to get shipped to your house or you don't want to pay 30 bucks for a book. Yeah. You can go find it at the library and read it there for free, you know. So that's that's something to be said. If there's a specific book that you've been looking for, they happen to have it, why the fuck not? You know, you know what my favorite thing is though? When the libraries have book sales. Oh yeah, that's oh, the Oh my best. god. Even though I wasn't a guy that really read a whole lot before, you know, in the before time, um, <laughs> I still loved going to the library because you'd go in there and they would have like vinyl. They had like records out the ass when records were no longer really a thing that people listened to. Right. And like uh, books on cars and and motorcycles and and sports and and you know all kinds of stuff. I mean, I know I'm listening to things that I like just off the top of my head, but it was uh, it was awesome. It was awesome to go to the book sale. I don't know if they, I'm assuming they still do that. Uh, yeah, they still they still have uh, book sales. I don't know if they have them post COVID. Yeah, um, that that I would not be certain of. I would think. Not probably because we tried to autoclave our books and they fell apart. Yeah, exactly. Like there's only so. Cl- How do you sanitize a book sale? But then again, there are people going to the Golden Corral, as far as I know. So you you know what I mean? Like yeah. it all depends. <laughs> I'll be like, honest. I'm pretty well done like eating death- out. Yeah, eating out at a buffet, especially. But I'm pretty well done with the whole restaurant thing. Yeah. Um, for the foreseeable future. And buffets literally probably forever, possibly for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me really sad because <laughs> there's some foods you can only get a bu- at a buffet. It's true. And, and um, uh, fucking Haas's was the shit. Yeah. With the stuff yep. that they had. But unfortunately, a sneeze guard isn't going to do it for me anymore. No, no, no. Things no, gotten... thank you. Yeah, we have no idea what the long-term ramifications of this condition are. But we're focusing too much on COVID, and that's not really funny. No, it's um, not funny, but, you know, it is it is prevalent. informative, entertaining, yeah. possibly. I don't know. I mean, Perhaps. I'd listen to it. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, I <don't>. you wouldn't. <laughs> You're right. I actually did. I actually did listen to a good portion of one of our uh, podcasts uh, last week, I think it was. The Best Of? No, it was not the best of. Um, God, I can't even remember which one it was, which makes it sound like I'm lying, but I swear to God I did. I was listening to it, and then I had to do something, and I forgot about it. Like, like, you know, if you looked at my... If you looked at my my Spotify, you'd see that it is in the recently listened to. I don't don't know how to look at the recently listened to. I can only see what you most recently listened to. Like, I don't have, like, a list of your recent playlists. I could send you a screenshot, maybe, you know? Because if then you maybe, saw... Then, yeah. then you'd be like, yeah, there it is. I see it now. Well, I believe you. I'm just saying, like, I otherwise, you if you looked oh. at mine, you'd probably be like, dude, why do you keep listening to the same song on repeat? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, right? It's or funny because... Same, like, ten songs for the last 12 oh, days. God. Please be in my recently played since I just said it. It's not... <laughs> don't even see it in here because it's a podcast it's not going to show up the same way yeah i think it might though i think it might but anyways um no i've i was actually listening to a bunch of different stuff uh i had some people over my house recently and i was trying to annoy them and i was uh i was taking a dump and i have this um wi-fi speaker that's in the bathroom because i listen to when i'm in the shower and um I was blasting Cannibal Corpse and like Slayer and stuff like that because I knew they wouldn't appreciate that. So that's what's in my recently played right now. <laughs> I was being a passive aggressive d bag. Why were you? <laughs> why were you tormenting these people in your home when you could just as easily have shown them the door? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. You know that uh, there's people that come into your house that unfortunately. That you have to. Yes, entertain that you have regardless. To, you have to entertain, yes. And that was, yeah. uh, you know. And, and even though they were actually dropping something off here that was beneficial to us, I still felt they need to be a jerk off about it. <laughs> just just to be quite honest. I'm not saying I was in the right. I'm just saying that's why my recently played list does not show the podcast. <laughs> okay. That's it. <laughs> I, 
again, not something I needed to know, wanted to know. It was not a requirement to me believing you or not believing you. Okay. <laughs> okay. But 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 you know, it's fine. I wish I could just remember a snippet of that episode that I could just be like, this is what we were talking about, but I really I can't. I'm pretty sure that we said something about poop. Uh, that you brought up Joe Rogan, and, um, oh, wait, that covers almost every single episode, doesn't it? Including this one now. We swore a lot. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> See? I didn't just, and, and there was some random weird fucking noise coming out of my kitchen. So, yeah, that was it. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. I think you nailed it down. So it was obviously episode number Everyone. <laughs> yeah. I was going to throw in a garbled sound thing there. I probably won't even do it. I'll probably be in the edit and I'll just be like lazy and be like, fuck it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to make your job any harder since you remind me that I do that all the time. Yeah. And that's just my right as an editor. I just saw that a guy that I follow on YouTube was starting his own gaming channel. Cool. And I was like, oh, if he takes – and he probably will take off because he has quite a few um, YouTube followers. But it just kind of – oh, it just kind of – it hit me. It hit me in a, in a spot where I was like, oh, man. We used to do that like need to get all back the time. To yeah, it was fun. It was so much fun. Um, and I think the jokes came much more easily in that setting because <laughs> a part of your brain is being occupied by staying alive in a video game. Jokes yes, just... and, and bitching about stuff and, and you saying to me, you don't have to fucking look at every single thing and read every single thing, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And occasionally and when when on occasion you got to drive the, the fucking game, uh uh it would almost always end with you saying, And this is why I don't get to play. <laughs> I, would, exactly. I would never say it, you would say it. <laughs> Well, that and I'm also fucking terrible with keyboard controls. <laughs> being uh, a console gamer my entire life, uh, yeah, keyboard controls are difficult for me to grasp. And that's it's funny to say that because I, I play guitar and stuff, so I have finger dexterity and I have the ability to, uh, you know, to multitask with where my fingers are going and paying attention or anything, but uh, I can't do it on a uh, I can't do it on a keyboard. You don't have the muscle memory. That's all it is. It's something you have to acquire, and it takes years. Just like a I'm controller. afraid my muscle memory. Actually, oh. actually when in I a way, die, they're gonna find me with my hand on my dick. That's most guys, dude. Yeah, yeah that's where I spend that's most of my most time. Guys. Yeah. Yeah, in your pants, <laughs> hand in your pants, doing a no pants dance. Sometimes if I'm, you know, if I have the ability to, yes, no pants. Most of the time though, I got I got to get one in quick, you know. So you just oh god, so you're just like around the not around the ankles even, like straight out through the hole. Uh, well, I mean, it depends. Sometimes it's uh, you know, yeah, usually usually probably around the ankles. I'm going to say that. Okay. Yeah, I'll go right. with that. All right, so no time to take the shoes off. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm definitely not like a I gotta jam it out the pee hole, you know, thing. I think that would be very uncomfortable because I'd end up at some point in time uh, hitting the zipper, exactly, it just inadvertently, and well, because everybody's do done it, and you know, yeah, that that sucks. It does suck, and people do it in porn a lot, and I don't understand. There's a book called Fifty Shades of Grey where apparently this guy has sex pants, like sex jeans. Oh. Um, specifically that he goes and puts on not They're butterflies. Just once in a while, but for every sexual encounter he has in the They're entire butterflies. book. I guarantee Maybe. you, they're Levi's five oh one button fly jeans. Why why do you say that? Just because that removes the, the risk of Yep. That removes the your risk of, shredded. Of, of, of avulsing a part of your manhood. <laughs> I guess it, it just, also... feels terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds, it feels terrible to even say that. Yeah. Oof. I forgot about the 501 button fly. It's been a long time since I owned a pair of button fly jeans. Those are my jeans. favorite jeans ever. I haven't had a pair of button fly jeans since we were in high school, I think. But uh, literally my favorite... My favorite jeans ever. They were so fucking comfortable, and uh, I just I think the button fly 
I think the button five was ahead of its time. I think um, it was a fantastic idea. Thankfully, nobody has come up with like Velcro fly for your jeans. Could you imagine how terrible that would be to rub your dick oh, against? Oh, it'd be horrible. Oh my god. Yeah, the god. Whole part of the Velcro. There's oh a my reason. Lord. There's a reason why they haven't done that. <laughs> my ball is stuck on half on the outside of my jeans. <laughs> uh, I pulled it through and it got stuck. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> That's um, terrible. The most comfortable pair of pants I ever owned was this pair of olive drab green um, painter's pants. They were real baggy, mm -hmm. uh, but they were – I bought them in like one of those like mall stores that sells you know, their clothes a little more expensive and tend to be a little bit more durable. So yeah. while it was very sort of smooth and thin fabric, so it was very comfortable, but it was durable. It didn't rip um, or tear at all. Like the seams didn't tear or shred. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what the fuck happened to them one day. I just didn't have them anymore. And I, I loved those pants dearly. And I would love to Somebody have a pair took like them. them. Somebody I'm going to guarantee you. They heard how much Somebody you liked them. Somebody took my pants. I have a pair of pants right now. It's a camo. A uh, pair of like uh, ripstop. Um, I don't know if that's if it's uh, if it's a cotton. I think it's a cotton pair, and it has like little things you tie at the bottom of the legs. It's almost like uh, like BDU pants. Okay. And um, the top of it is like kind of um, stretchy, like around the waist and everything. So it fits in numerous uh, waist sizes. These pants are so fucking comfortable, though. Like, I have to convince myself that I want to wear less comfortable pants when I have to throw them in the wash. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I could wear these every day, all day. I love them. I don't I don't mind tucking them down into my – you know, blousing my pants. Uh, people often think that I'm either probably uh, part of some militant group or something, you know, but uh, it's just comfortable. They're mm -hmm. super comfortable. I love them. It's a shame, unfortunately. It's a shame – that the blousing of your boots has such a negative connotation to it when you're not in a military uniform because it yeah. looks fucking cool. You're either you're either in the military cool. or you're a skinhead. That's the only two things people think. Right, but it you looks know? punk as fuck. I think it yeah. looks awesome. You know, like a black pair of jeans. And that's only uh, in the U.S., mind you. You could get away with it on the punk scene, I think, in Europe. Probably. Yeah, because I see people, you know, in things that I've watched about, you know, punk rock and everything, uh, that people still dress that way. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. I can go there yeah. and wear them. Be comfortable yeah. every day. Well, um, one thing I love about punk is that punk, like, always has gotten this bad rap, but I've always been, my experience, punk has always been about having a good time and treating everybody with respect. I was gonna say acceptance. Yeah, acceptance. Like, yeah, okay, you give the you give someone who gives you a hard time a hard time back, but it was never about like ruining somebody's day. Like yeah. when you heard about There's no the, uniforms here. There's yeah, when you heard stuff. about the punks beating people up, you heard about beep them beating up people who were pieces of shit. You yep. know, and of course I, I, I'm leaning heavily on some of the knowledge that I gleaned from the movie SLC Punk, so um, you know, that might be coloring my, my opinions a little bit here, but it, this was also my experience just in the world with people who were punks is that, you know, they, they don't really think of themselves as punks most of the time. And if they do, it's sort of just like an early adopter thing, but eventually most punks will tell you, oh uh, yeah, you don't really call yourself punk. That's not very punk of a thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> it's yeah. like, like you just sort of are what you are in that scene and by way of like a wave you become a punk but you don't give yourself that name someone else bestows it upon you yeah and that's fucking cool to me i just love that like that you know it's like you, you can't give yourself to, a nickname Exactly. You can't give yourself a nickname. You can't declare yourself a punk. You just become one. Someone else will say, dude, you're punk as fuck. And you go, huh? Cool. Oh, <laughs> <Oy>. <laughs> yep. That's what I think that's what you're supposed to say. Anyway, I don't think that there's a uh, there's no rule about that. 
That I'm positive of. About what? There is there is about no what rule. you're supposed to say. Yeah. No, there's, there's no rule, no rule to any of it. There are but, no rules. Yeah. It's just right. The boots that I have that I wear with those pants are um, like a pair of black, a um, little higher than probably like mid calf boots that have like the the they're steel toe. It's got like the the decorated like the toe cap is a separate piece of leather that sits over top uh-huh. and everything. They're similar to similar boots. like tanker boots. Yeah, they're fucking badass looking boots, and uh, yeah, so. Uh, I like to rock that. Maybe my camera and I and I have like a like a green uh, Harley Davidson uh, jacket that uh, that I wear with that stuff. But and nobody could accuse me really of being a skinhead because I got long fucking hair and a beard. Yeah, you're I more mean, of a well, I'm, you're clearly a mm, biker. Yeah, like you're clearly, if anything, you're yeah, a biker or a farmer based based on appearance. You know. Yeah. Well, with the biker helmet, I mean, with the the biker jacket and all that. Ding 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 ding. I don't. I don't think of you as a farmer, and I know you. That hurts. I think of you as a biker first. That's cool. I can dig it. Yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I guess the two coolest pairs of boots I had were both military boots uh, that I bought from the clothing consignment when <laughs> the military <laughs> yeah well i guess yeah I, I bought them from the military i bought them from the uniform shop on site for me literally i bought a pair of uh jungle boots which were super comfortable uh lightweight really breathable and then i had a pair of uh tanker boots which i did not wear on duty because you can't wear them on duty i think unless you are in certain divisions Mm-hmm. But uh, they looked cool as shit, and I wore them with uh, just regular jeans. How cool is shit? Cool as beans. Dem beans. Mm. Dot biz. Dot B-I-Z, because we mean business. business. Yeah. go with Mike down on the phone. Down on Mike's farm. <laughs> uh, nothing, uh, nothing really of any consequence, just that, you know, uh, seasons are a-changing, and uh-huh. uh, those of us that have any kind of livestock, whether you're talking about sheep or goats or, or, or cattle, and I happen to have two bulls and a passel of goats... And a passel in this case is five. I don't know if that actually is the correct number, but I'm going to go with it anyway because I like saying passel. And all the um, and all those animals are changing colors for the fall. Oh, you you know it, man. They turn mm-hmm. uh, brown and gold, and, uh, and they go red. green green during the summertime time. It throws you off a little bit sometimes. You're not expecting a green goat. Yeah. You know, and if I had more animals, I might be inclined to say a cornucopia because I like using that word also. Cornucopia. Not just at Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. So as the seasons are changing and the grass becomes a little less plentiful, uh, and also as it gets colder, you want your animals to put on a little extra weight. Okay. Uh, helps them get through the winter, helps them insulate better. And um, so we start getting hay. Well, with two bulls, you would be surprised. We had just goats. We could uh, survive on maybe 50 bales of hay for the winter. And that's giving them hay at least once a day. Uh, Usually they get fed in the evening and they would get hay in the morning. And then they sometimes get hay after they got fed also. It really depends. Uh, Like I like to go by a model of what the animal needs, not just being steadfast in what I would do. Like because if I see that they're getting a little too heavy, you want to cut back a little bit. If I see that they don't appear to be gaining enough, then you'll give them more, you know. So So, kind of like a wrestling coach. Yeah, more or less. I make them ride a bike with one of those fucking silver foil suits on to get them mm-hmm. at the proper weight for the meat, you know. Right now, and, uh, yeah. sometimes that happens. I'm picturing yeah. like a really good like rock and roll themed like uh, uh, training Playlist. montage. Yeah, like a training yeah. montage, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly that's exactly what I do. I follow I follow by Rocky. Although instead of having sides of beef for them to punch, 
um, I will get mannequins because it's it's completely illegal for you to have cadavers hanging around uh, of actual people. So mm. I have um, you know big dummies that, that are filled with sand that they punch instead. Now is because that's... I don't want to wear the cows out with a side of beef. Is that something? Yeah, no, that that'd be really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be, be really ooh, fucked up. That's a fucking door I don't want to open again. Yeah, you don't want to start. That's just gonna create some weird vibes within the cow community. Well, especially because they know that that's where they're that's where they're headed. I don't yeah. want to remind them, you know. So yeah, anyway, what yeah, were you yeah. gonna say? I don't remember. I was so taken aback by what you just said. With the... I, sometimes it happens, you know. Yeah, it's just like wow. I even forget, but. Um, we had to build an extra area of storage because last year when they were not quite a year old when we started winter off, and we had a relatively mild winter for the most part, um, I want to say we went through about maybe 80 bales of hay. And since I have two full-grown, I'm going to guess at this weight maybe... I'm terrible guess of weight, so I'm probably way off, like 800, 850 pounds a piece. Um, I'm going to have to end up hitting probably well over 100 bales of hay this year. So I have to build, we had to build an extension onto our hay storage area. And I was, uh, we started it way back in like, I don't know, May. And uh, it sat as a skeleton, just uh, some support posts and and beams across for the ceiling and everything. So I've been actively working on on that, uh, getting in um, more form for the roofing. And more than likely, uh, tomorrow and Sunday, I will probably get this done because the sides of it are just a very basic like slat that they're uh, probably, what I'm going to say, they're about – uh, six foot tall, five and a half, six foot tall, and about uh, eight inches wide. And we take and we put them side by side, essentially almost like a picket fence, if you could imagine that, you know. And um, mm-hmm. that's what the sides are made out of. I've and played I, farm like, video like games before, so yeah, I can relate. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Then you have you have a perfect idea. It's just like a video game. And um, you put in asphalt, like asphalt corrugated <laughs> I was wondering roofing. if I was just going to get past. <laughs> I was wondering if I was going to get away with that. <laughs> so, uh, so we got that going on. And unfortunately, around our area, we have a fairly decent amount of land. But you don't realize when you when you raise goats for, you know, decades, literally – um, they eat, and the amount of grass that we had always given them was more than enough to sustain them. When you've got two giant fucking mowing machines like these bulls, I was unprepared for the amount of grass and, and leaves and plants that they would eat. So um, they've pretty well mowed everything clean that I, that I have numerous times over. Like I have to close areas off in order to let the grass grow up again while they're eating another one. So we kind of cycle through areas that we have fenced off. And our goats decided, well, the grass looks so green on the other side. You don't really have to worry about mowing the lawn. <laughs> uh, well, my main grass, yes, I do, because if I let them eat wherever they wanted, I would be stepping in shit every time I walked out my door. So there is there is an area that is off-limits. To them. <laughs> so, yes, I do have to mow some grass, not near as much as I used to, but some grass, yes, I do have to mow it. And our goats decided, in addition to me building, you know, the, the area of, uh, of hay storage, the area of hay storage, as we're going to now formally call it, um, they decided that they were going to bust some of my fence up. Uh, we have sheep fence up, which is, uh, let me think, about four foot four and a half feet high and then on top of that i usually have some barbed wire at least a strand of barbed wire and uh, just this year we started using electric fence because my bulls realized that at their size and their weight um, they can crush fence they can crush it easily so we had to unfortunately i didn't want to do it but we had to end up having to use um uh, electric fence and i have a single electric fence our single electric wire run along the top of all of our fences, and that keeps my keeps my two big boys at bay. But the goats, 
they can, uh, you know, they can do their thing, and uh, apparently they don't get shocked if they put their horns up against the electric. And I didn't, I didn't realize that. I only found that out recently. My my goats decided to to give me uh, a little bit of extra work by 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 beating up my fence. And like I was saying, the the goats I didn't realize. Uh, their horns are absolutely connected into their skull, touch their skin, and everything else. And yet I watch them push their horns against the electric, and it apparently does not phase them wow. at all. And I'm talking about, uh, I think, down the line, uh, it's it's an alternating current. So obviously it's not constant, but it's about 7,000 volts. Now, the amperage is not high, so it will not kill them. Uh, but it, or you know harm them in any way, but it is enough to give them a good zap. I don't know. Did I ever tell you about the first time that my bulls encountered the electric fence? Like literally, as soon as I plugged it in. Yeah, didn't they my, just tear uh, it down? No, no, no. My big, my big white Holstein. I have a Holstein and a Jersey Holstein. Uh, think classic black and white cow that you would see in commercials. Really long okay. legs. Uh, the Jersey is legs a little days. bit shorter and more, huh? Legs for days. Yeah, legs for days. <laughs> I know. But uh, the jersey is like a, a reddish brown, and he is a little bit shorter. But the, the Holstein has long fucking legs. I mean, ridiculously long legs. Like, he looks like he looks like, like a teenager that hasn't grown into his body yet, more or less. Okay. He walked up to it and stuck I his nose on it and let out this noise that I have never heard an animal make. It was like an otherworldly yell. <laughs> and I laughed because I'm a jerk and it was funny. And then he walked over to it about two minutes later inexplicably and stuck his tongue out and licked it <laughs> and zapped himself again. <laughs> I'm not lying. I almost pissed my pants. I laughed so hard. Now, let me also preface this with a real short story here. We had put the uh, the electric in, and we were all taking dibs on which animal was going to be the first one to get zapped. It was not a cow. It was not a goat. It was nothing less than the human animal that installed the entire fucking system that got zapped it. first. I knew it. It was me. I have never – I am 43 years old. At this point, I was 42. I have been around electric fence my whole life. I never fucking got zapped by electric fence. I got hit right at the transformer, so I took the full brunt of the 7,000 volts. I'm not kidding you. If there was a Jesus, I would have seen him. I actually, like, fucking momentarily, I, I blacked out for a second. My mom was like, your whole face fucking lit up. It was, and my dad's, my, my son told me that he saw, like, a spark shoot off of me. Dude, it was, it was ridiculous. I've gotten hit with, with 110 numerous times, household current. I've gotten hit with 220, which is, you know, what uh, you would use for dryers and, and uh, things right. like that. 220 hurts. Right. This hurt more than the 220 did. I actually felt it go across my chest. My chest muscles were sore when I when I when I finally because it's only an alternating current. So I only I only got zapped for maybe like a second, but it seemed like so much longer than that. I had to go and sit down and be like, oh, my God. And right after that, my 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 bull decided he was going to lick it, and then I was laughing hysterically about it. But that was I don't recommend it. It's not fun. It's not a funny thing. And never ever pee on an electric fence. Ren and Stimpy warned us about it back in the '90s. Make sure you don't do it because that electric is going to go one place and one place only. Right up your dick. If you could imagine taking seven thousand volts, no matter what the amperage is, to your dick. It's not going to feel good. I oh, guarantee it. I think the amperage it. is pretty fucking important because enough amperage is going to be the, the factor that kills well, you. Well, it would explode your penis and kill you. Yes. <laughs> exactly. But I'm saying, though, even if it's just a little bit of amperage, my, my point would, being, no matter how low the amperage is, imagine, it still hurts. Yeah, imagine imagine taking a uh, one of those succulent cactuses and then taking a, uh, a stick of a quarter stick of dynamite and just tipping it in there, sticking it in there like an M80, you know. And then lighten that motherfucker off in the succulent and imagine what happens to the succulent. 
turns into splash. That's that's what happens to your dick. It explodes like a succulent. I just, I just was was thinking. I just that, wanted to say succulent. Uh, <laughs> you did like numerous times too. I was letting you. I was letting you get it in there. I wanted to say that the power company came in and did a presentation for us when um, when we were in grade school. I want to say. And one of the biggest attractions that they did, they had this um, this little thing that they would plug in, and it was supposed to be like two power poles, like two uh, telephone poles, um, and they had like bare wire across them. And they wanted to make the point that this is what would happen if you touched one of these lines. So they would take a, a hot dog and like tip it up against it and plug it in, and the fucking hot dog would like explode and be like you know, charred within a matter of seconds. And that's what of I always course. think of whenever I think of, of high amperage situations. Of course, that makes you want to go try it. Yeah, naturally. Who who doesn't yeah. look at that and go, that is so awesome. I wonder if I get a hot dog oh, big enough to reach the fucking wires from the ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I want a giant hot dog. As a matter of fact, I have been scared shitless of eating a hot dog near a power line ever since that day. <laughs> I'm like, we can't eat hot dogs down in the front yard because the power lines are down there. No way. That's dangerous. That was the lesson I learned that day. <laughs> but that's, uh, like, that's what I that always think of when I think of that. Of that. <laughs> oh, but it was – they don't even – I don't think they even do that kind of stuff in school anymore. That was like the highlight of my fucking year that year that the guy came in and like blew up a hot dog. And I was like, oh, yeah. my God, this guy gets to go around and blow up hot dogs every day. I'm like, what does he do? What is, I wonder what he eats for lunch. Maybe he's cooking hot dogs. He's like he plugs it into the lighter in his truck and he's out there cooking hot dogs on the thing. I don't know. It's amazing. That was what my thought process was. Did you ever have a did you ever have a science teacher uh, who was big on demonstrations of shit? And would occasionally do something really, really cool in class. Did you ever have a science teacher like that? Um, I vaguely remember um, one of our science teachers when we were in high school. And forgive me if I don't remember. I only remember one of my science teacher's names uh, throughout the entirety of high school. And that's because the dude cut a dead fetus of a deer out of a deer that was hit on the side of the road oh, and brought it in. Yeah, and you, you don't told me about ever that guy. forget that. Yeah. I told that story on here uh, way back when, you know, all oh, those years ago or, you know, a months. six months ago. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, he's wow. the only guy that I remember his name because he was creepy as fuck. But uh, I seem to remember uh, one of our science teachers who uh, had like the, the lab tape, like the big lab, the long lab tables and the gas jets and everything else doing some pretty cool shit. Yeah. But other than that, I don't, I don't really, I don't really recall uh, having anybody that really did, like, did anything that was, you know, substantial to me, like that I was like, oh, that'd be cool if I could go home and do that, or I can't wait to tell my parents or something, you know. Most of the time, I was mm. just like, eh, whatever. My teacher was the one that I had was in middle school, and he, uh, like, one day he had this tennis ball gun that, like, basically used like. You lit something. It was like a giant bong <laughs> of some kind, and he like lit something or sprayed something. I don't remember what he did. Great impression it made on me that I have no fucking idea what chemical reaction occurred I to make I this. I think I actually but, know what you're talking about. I've seen that before. But it, yeah, it launched this tennis ball into the all through the room. That was the same teacher that we did the uh, the the uh, dissections for, and I remember being very. Like, you know, very precise with my incisions and everything and trying to be respectful of what I was doing. Wow. Yeah, I fucking love that. There were guys like the next one over stabbing and thinking, going, it being like fucking assholes. And I was there like, there was a kid when we did the frogs that he cut the legs off and he managed to get out of the room with them and stuck them in somebody's mashed potatoes uh, at lunch that day. Ugh. Which is absolutely what disgusting. A sociopath. Yeah, the formaldehyde in their mashed potatoes. Yes. 
you know, I've remembered that, but I'm not. I'm not saying I. I. I didn't. You know, at the time I probably laughed, and at the same time I was like, "Oh God, the yeah. messages are bad enough as it is." But please, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, you would see these kids, you know, cutting, uh, cutting these things up in pieces, and yeah, and, hacking and, and them, hacking them, and just laughing, and and being complete psychopaths. And you're like, "Wow, I've learned something about my classmates mm-hmm. today." Most of them are nuts. I was um, very respectful of the of the worm and the frog that we dissected. Yeah, and the grasshopper. Um, we didn't ever do a grasshopper. Those are the only mm. two things we ever dissected, but uh, yeah. The grasshopper was difficult because it was like real brittle, you know? Like it was very <laughs> – I'm serious. No, I know. I'm thinking like they probably – you know, the way that they kept it, I'm sure that it dried out a little bit. You're like, yeah. you're like this pile of dust over here was yeah. you know, whatever. It, you know, maybe we did do a grasshopper. It was. I just remember being very difficult to maybe identify the organs as he had described them. It was really easy with the frog. Oh, like, yeah. The frog – And with the, the worm it was were, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. It was just about as long as you were careful with the cut. You can't make too deep of a cut. Yeah. And then when you had this, the pin it open so that you could see inside, like, yeah. Wow. I haven't thought about that in years. Like, just I remember how calm and clinical I was. I was like, I gave it the due respect that, you know, this thing didn't die for no reason. I'm not going to sit here and make light of it. Meanwhile, these psychopaths that I was working with, uh, whose name mm-hmm. is James, was like, hey, Tom, back like that, and, like, cuts the eyeball off this thing, and it goes bouncing. Yeah, that, uh, that I mean, my thing was, I was, I was respectful of the animal, and I was also deathly afraid that if I went out of line with anything, that I would suddenly become some kind of a sociopath myself. So yeah. I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want yeah. to push the envelope. <laughs> the flesh calls to me. <laughs> like you know, chewing on it or something, and <laughs> then the teacher's like, "What the fuck?" And next thing I know, <laughs> it's off he's the boarding a, school. He's got an alarm thing under his desk exactly for that situation. It's like we got another <laughs> one. Yep. Rings up to the there's like a little office that's like off, sort of off the map. <laughs> it doesn't quite appear on the map, but then like a brick facade opens up and a guy comes out. And he's like, They call me out for special cases. We've I have got to say, I'm kind of disappointed my children did not have to do that. They had the option to do it, or they could do a computer simulation. And I was like, I don't, I don't know, man. There's something special about about doing that stuff that is just ridiculously interesting. It's visceral and real, and and it, it. I think it gave me a more profound respect for life. Oh yeah, you know, to realize that that's what is keeping all of us going are just these piles of meat. Um, you know yep. these. Uh, these these specialized organs, these specialized collections of meat that took on a very specific form to do a very specific task. It's very interesting. It's and fascinating. They taste like chicken. It's fascinating to think that these that whatever billions of years that it took to to get to any given form that any life happens to take, and to you know like us. And we have hands and fingers and toes and you know and binocular shoulders. binocular vision and and um, you know the ability to uh, adapt to different climates and different mm-hmm. uh, you know heights and altitudes things like that. It's just amazing to me I, the, that all of it is just meat. <laughs> you know, it's funny you should mention that because I think you have. Uh, with those fucking telescope lenses you have on your face, you might have more than just, uh, you know, binocular regular vision. vision. Yeah, binocular vision. You might have trinocular vision. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that even a word? It is I'm trying now. to be funny, and I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. It, it is now. Well, but <laughs> trinocular would mean a third eye. Oh, so yeah. I, yeah, so I would have to be... And so what would that third eye see into? The spirit realm. 
I think, I think, yeah. Uh, either that, or you could be third eye blind, and then you'd be a really bland rock group from the nineties. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember songs they did. Nope, can't remember a fucking lyric. Off the top of my head, I got nothing. Nope. I know that one hundred five seven the X plays it probably once a day, but I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, who cares? I mean, seriously, <laughs> who gives a shit? Like, I, did I did I did I finish my farm story? Um. No, I think uh-huh. you got caught up on the 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 uh, electric fence eh, bit. I'm gonna leave it as it is. Whatever. Uh, well, if we forgot something that someone wanted to have resolved, they can always write to us at storytime with Tom and Mike at gmail dot com. Or they can visit our website, dembeans.biz, that's D-E-M-B-E-A-N-S dot B-I-Z, and use the comment function. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't remember where I was at in that exactly, besides that goats are magic and, um, you know, and and that cows eat a lot, which shouldn't really surprise anybody. Mm. It didn't surprise Mm. me. I was just the mass quantities of hay and grass maybe is what you know is what took me aback you know and, and not only not only can you feed your animals hay but some place some uh farmers i know around here i had it offered to me last year they actually have um grass that they will bale up not that kind of grass i don't want to see stoned bulls but um they have like big bales that are grass and I was, I was going to buy it. And then the, I found out the dude was like, well, if you want to buy it, you have to buy all of it. And it's like 250 bales. <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, I'm going to pass on that. Yeah. 250 bales is, is a massive amount of, uh, of, of hay or grass. I don't, I don't have storage for that. Yeah. I was going to say so. that's like a huge field full. Like that's a ton that is a significant portion of uh, of like the side of a barn that you would stack hay in. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Well, I mean, I'm trying to picture it. Like, you know, when you drive by when they have it all bailed up and it's all in big piles in the field. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just picturing like a portion of that is like, yep, that's what you're buying. I could build a little like hobbit house in the side of a hill with it. <laughs> that would be fun. You know, but it would still be built out of bales, which would eventually start to rot and smell really bad. Yeah. Yeah, like mildewy kind of a thing, you know? I don't think I would dig that. Oh, and also, I uh, purchased a guitar last week from a fella. Um, It was an intact, complete guitar. And uh, there was a bit of a language barrier between us. I thought that I asked him, do you still have it and does it work? And he said yes. And I may have assumed that he was telling me yes to the fact that it worked. And it uh, turns out it didn't work, which is actually better for me. I only paid 20 bucks for uh, a fucking intact guitar, which is insane. Uh, straight neck, everything was there. But I'm actually tearing it apart, and I am – customizing my own guitar out of this i'm going to i'm going to put uh new pickups in it new new um pots for the controls new input jack and tuning machines and everything else and it's not necessarily going to be like my custom dream guitar but i'm going to learn how to do some repair on stuff so that i can fix my other ones and my significant other actually who hasn't played guitar in quite a while, uh, wants to, wants to build one also. And, uh, I'm just excited about that because that means I'll have one more guitar I can play. That's what's up with me. You're building, you're building computers. I'm building guitars. Yeah. Yeah. I'm building hay storages. It's a nice feeling though, to sort of take that, take a project on like that. Yeah, it's nice to have something like that to to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes me feel useful. Well, I mean, ultimately, like I was like, I balked at the idea of a cheaper computer or a lower end computer, until I realized that I couldn't launch any games or anything on the computer I'm running now, and it was only a matter of time till I couldn't even do the recording or like the editing of the podcast on this computer. Are you I was still like, able to watch movies and stuff on it? I can still watch movies. I can still watch videos, but it's like that. It, it's running out of life mm. rapidly, and um, you know, to to 
to to say, oh, well, I have to wait until I can afford this high-end rig is really stupid because even a low-end computer is better than what I've got now, which is basically an expensive paperweight. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> a memory card. I think you are card. the first person I've ever known that just from genuine, real good use used up a computer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I just chewed it to pieces with between gaming and rendering video and yeah. and watching porn. I mean, I'm going to be proud and say it. I watched a lot of porn on this fucking computer. Yeah, I, I, I killed them with viruses and misuse. And you actually squeezed every last drop of computer juice out of that rind this old before crate, you threw it in the trash. <laughs> this old crate has seen three motherboards, about six hard... Sorry. Three motherboards, at least... Probably about six graphic cards, two or three power supplies, um, a whole host of drives, um, and probably about four CD-ROMs or DVD-ROMs. Yeah, I've I I mean it, it's not it's like that old story like if you have an axe right and you chip the axe you replace the axe head on the, mm-hmm. the old handle. Then later on, the handle breaks, so now you replace the handle. Is it still the same axe at this point? Well, is it still the same fucking computer at this point? I don't even know. I would say no. I would yeah. say no. Yeah, yeah, not really. It has one commonality, and that's the chassis, which is falling apart. It's not very airtight anymore. It really doesn't have good airflow, and it's dusty as fuck. The other commonality is you. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You you matter to that computer also. That's right. I don't like to get sentimental about things, but uh, I will at times. I got sentimental. I my first computer I ever ordered, the way I wanted it. Uh, and I don't even know if you knew that I ever did that. No, I did. I ordered a desktop from uh, Hewlett Packard back in oh cripes, probably ninety six, ninety seven. Okay. I was very. Uh, emotional the day that it stopped functioning completely like it just quit on me one day and that was it i didn't use it up i killed it oh yeah well yeah you feel distraught when it's done you're like all my shit was on there i was like oh all that porn on there what if somebody finds out i was looking at that and then i realized the depraved shit that i've looked at since then (laughs) i wasn't look i was looking at tame stuff back then Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> no, you know, I mean, your taste changes. You get older. Yeah, or you, I like to think it is that you get it. Just doesn't do it for you anymore. You need it to be a little more lethal. Oh, you got you yeah. got to take a step up. Yeah, you got to step it up. It's kind of like that's why I never got into autoerotic asphyxiation because I know that there's only one pathway for that, and that's yeah, yeah. eventually you kill yourself. You don't mean yeah. to, but eventually you push it a little further and a little further, then you die. It's just yeah, inevitable. you're gonna you're gonna pull a Depeche Mode. Yep, yep. Or a uh, David Carradine. David He's the Carradine one that did it yeah. right. Yeah. Kung yep. Fu. The legend continues until you choke yourself in a closet. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, when I was taking um, my um, I was taking criminal justice classes. One of the first um, things we had a state police lieutenant that was our professor, and he told us a story. He was just trying to get the point across to us that. That police work is um, something that you can never fully prepare yourself for, the kind of shit you'll run into, and was telling us a story about a guy that uh, his partner had tied him up, uh, basically hog-tied him, stuffed a pair of panties in his mouth, and the guy ended up um, dying. So it, was, it wasn't an autoerotic asphyxiation thing, but it was an asphyxiation thing. And I remember thinking to myself, that would be like the absolute worst, most compromising way for somebody to find you. Mm-hmm. Like tied up with nylons, hog tied with your legs and your arms behind you and dirty panties in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what level you go to that that is a turn on or that's what you need to complete. But I hope I never reach that point. Yeah, yeah. That re- that I don't even think that that is like normal. Well, I want to say normal levels of 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 adventurous. I feel like 
when you get to that point, you've been skating that edge for a long time. And there's it's probably not, and a no lot one more just, weird shit you were doing. No, exactly. No one just just suddenly goes there. They like we've been creeping down this little pathway for a long time before and we so got to his, the point his where it's like. His partner said to him that day, "Hey, like, I got an idea. Let it, me tie you up and stuff panties in your mouth." The guy's like, "Well, I'm game. Okay," and then he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it happens quite like that. Right. I mean, there's something to be said about panties and stuff. I mean, you know, I can dig on that, but I don't know. Stuffing them in your mouth while you're tied up and not being able to breathe sounds like a horrible, horrible, absolutely horrible way to go. That's not one you want to tell St. Peter. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) St. Peter. St. Peter, because he actually gives a shit how you die. Like, he doesn't already know, right? Like, I heard... All of this stuff a million times. Trust me. If it wasn't, if unless you're Mr. Hands, I'm not going to be shocked by any of this. Yeah. Hold on. Let me introduce you to Caligula. <laughs> you knew who Mr. Hands was, right? Yes, I knew who Mr. Hands was. I yes. glossed over it because it was an unpleasant memory. <laughs> I, that's why I had to bring it up again. I, I knew you knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. I know all too well what Mr. Hands I it don't recommend was. looking that up at work or yeah. in front of your kids. Didn't he die of a pref- perforated colon or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes, he did. Died from a yes from a perforated colon because of his uh, um, proclivity to love of horses. Yeah, yeah, no, and trying no. to get them to stuff their giant, just massive genitalia. Ramrods. Yep. Yeah. Or ramrod. And his tiny, tiny, tiny little rectum. Well, I'm assuming his rectum wasn't tiny, that tiny. Tiny human rectum. Yes. Although his um his his rectum uh got a little bit bigger that night. Yeah. Rectum damn near killed him. Actually, in it this did case, kill actually him. did kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Paul Tuxico. <laughs> <laughs> smells like burnt butt hair <laughs> oh great the flame and bags of butt hair what's going on here kids speaking of burning hair did i ever tell you the story about when i used to take my zippo flip it open light it quick close it and then flip it open to sniff the uh fumes that came out of it like the smoke and everything yeah i thought i was cool by doing that and i yeah. set my nose hair on fire on the school bus one day <laughs> Yeah, that was a terrible smell and one that I could not get out of my nose. I'll bet. Yeah, because it's yeah. in your nose. Yes, you, you it, fried uh, it, it was... into the flesh. My my very large bus driver, who through no strange coincidence was named Tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he stopped the bus and was like, "Which one of you fucking idiots is burning something back there?" As I've got soot dropping out of my nose and my upper lip is black. <laughs> I'm like, not me. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. Uh, So absolutely stupid. Did I ever tell the story of Mrs. Cunty on this podcast? (laughs) No. I was in high school, and there was this bus seat that had a tear in it, about four (laughs) inches of gash in it, about four inches long. No coincidence you said a gash. Vertical, yeah. Um, And I often found myself sitting there and just thinking, it's like a big old cunt, isn't it? So (laughs) I drew a woman around it in very rough form and uh, decided that that was not enough and that her name need be Mrs. Cunty. Because I was at the height of my sophistication here. Obviously. You know, at the height of my sophistication. Well, uh, a uh, classmate of mine who I still know well and who is a good person, but like at the at the time she just was, you know, like everyone else in high school, you're kind of crazy and your your loyalties may vary from day to day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she's like, 
Oh, Tom's gonna fuck Miss Cunty. Oh, da 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 da. Oh, that's what he does. He fucks. Don't sit in that seat or you'll get cum on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, the bus driver found out about it. And of course, I got the finger pointed at me. He asked a couple people, like, oh, yeah, that was Tom. Yeah, that was Tom. Yeah, yeah. Everybody saw him drawing it. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. That was Tom. So yeah, I had to go and clean the bus. I had to go and scrub it, and I had to scrub all the other graffiti off all the seats that was uh, there. I so. thought you were going to tell me, like, one of two things. Either they made you sew the seat back up, which would have been funny, or, or they made the me, bus they driver ma- was like, do you need a minute before I make you clean this up? No, <laughs> no, he was like, all right, son, you know what you need to do? What? Fuck it. You need to fuck it. <laughs> no, all they I used to do to fix to. bus seats... Back in the day, was they would take like a if it was a green seat, they would use a piece of brown. I swear it was always the wrong color. Yeah, of like naga hide, and they'd fucking glue it onto the seats. Yeah, it was always the wrong color though. Every time it was the wrong color because it didn't yeah. look right. No, once in a while you would get the right color, but it didn't look right because you were used to being it off. Hmm. All I had to do was put a little patch over Miss Cunty, and then you know it would have been fine. Yeah. Did she have well, boobs? She had big boobs. She had a big boobs and like huge, wide, childbearing hips. I've seen you draw before. I can't imagine that this must have been the sexiest thing ever. Not even close. And I didn't try hard in this case. But she was passable. I would fuck her. Oh, <laughs> duh. She's your creation. She's my creation. A heart of gold. What do oh, Miss Cunty, behave. <laughs> it's been a long day, Miss Cunty. I need to release some steam. Mrs. And by steam, I mean this erection in my pants. Yes, yes, yes. Please, other people, avert your eyes. Mm, I need to make love <laughs> in the worst way possible. And what I mean by that is this is the worst way I could possibly do it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got another story for you here. Okay. There was a uh, teacher that my kids had, and I'm gonna say her name because I don't give a fuck. Her name was Mrs. Falcucci. Ooh. Like she had a foul coochie. Yeah. And I want to say that she lived up to her name because of the kind of teaching that she did. For example. The way she treat, you know what, you know what, that's a very true statement. But this has got to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Story Time with Tom and Mike, folks. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it like many times, Tom sat in that seat thinking about giving it to Mrs. Conti. If you'd like to learn more about Storytime with Tom and Mike, visit our website, dembeans.biz, D-E-M-B-E-A-N-S dot B-I-Z, where you'll find links to our social media presences, our other uh, web presences, as well as sort of behind-the-scenes stories and links and things like that related to episodes that you've listened to. Yeah, and it's not biz because we mean fucking business. That's right, bitches. Or 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 people, because I don't want to upset you by calling you a bitch. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have called you a bitch. It's, it's. I mean, it happens, man. Everybody gets called a bitch one time or another, or son of a bitch. <laughs>